0: Hey everyone, it's another GenCast, a daily live webcast that happens every Monday through Friday here on YFELive.com at 10 a.m. Pacific, Warm Eastern. Today's guest, or I guess I should say the topic first. It is Winning Wednesday. I love Winning Wednesdays. They're my favorite because we, we get to talk about women that are doing awesome things. And today we're focusing on one female in particular. That's Nicole Longstreet of The Wardrobe Code. You can tweet her at The Wardrobe Code. She's on Pinterest. I She's one of my favorite people to follow on Pinterest because she's constantly putting up new wardrobe stuff. So Nicole, welcome to the show I'm so excited to have you on so patient with me too because I've had like technical problems up the wazoo this morning. So thank you so much for that. But Nicole, um, you're going to actually be sharing with us seven tips for winter fashion, especially for the um, the personal brand, the guru, the expert, that type of a person. Now we've had you on YFE Chat in the past, and you um, you weren't necessarily focusing on this this niche of a demographic, like this particular vertical. So what what made you focus on the 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 expert, the, the female entrepreneur that's a consultant maybe.
1: You know, it just seemed like that particular person needed my help a little bit more than the average person who um, maybe is, is not branding themselves as an expert, as a coach, as a speaker, as a tribe leader. Um, so they just seem to need it a little bit more um, to develop their personal brand and align that with the brand that they're projecting online with their website, graphics, all of that stuff. That makes total
0: sense. But so uh, in the past, you—it's not like this is completely new for you. You have worked with young female entrepreneurs. Actually, you've worked with a number of people that are in the community, and everyone has the most amazing things to say about you. So, with the Wardrobe Code, what exactly do you do? Because I know you have a program. um, I believe that's just coming out. Um, But you've had kind of like a main staple program, and then do you work with people one on one?
1: Yes, uh, my program Style Camp has actually um, been up and running since. January of this year, so early January, and um, kind of like you said, the the main demographic or the main type of person that I was working with, even though I wasn't specifically targeting them, were female entrepreneurs, women who had businesses online, and so I put them through Style Camp, and that's how I kind of got to learn that they were the ones who really needed that program the most. I don't have a new thing not coming up just yet. Maybe sometime around. Um, I don't know, spring of next year. But um, Style Camp has been the program that I've been offering since January, and it's going good. We've got more signups coming for January uh, 14. Very nice. And so, Nicole, uh, let's get into these tips, because
0: we've got some awesome ones, especially for the winter wardrobe. And you know, it's funny to have you on, and I think I might have mentioned this to you on the phone, but we talked about personal branding not that long ago, and one of the things we uh, mentioned Um, I forget who was my guest co-host then, was the idea that personal branding goes further than just like your fashion wearing. Because I think it was Mari Smith that kind of put this idea on the map where she was always in turquoise blue. I saw Mm. her speak once and she was still in the same thing that like her Twitter profile was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like they say, it's like her costume almost for going out and networking. Yeah, and
1: that's, that's definitely what I think of when I think of Mari Smith is that color turquoise and I think it's a brilliant idea I actually I have a friend who's a photographer uh, Michelle Carrillo of the Su- the Suitcase Studio she brands herself oh, I follow in her red
0: on, on Instagram sorry I totally oh, just interrupted yeah. you
1: She's she so brands herself in turquoise and red and she does an amazing job of it and that works for her not everybody is uh, totally comfortable with translating that that literally into their wardrobe but it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant idea for someone who's kind of ready to commit to those colors and um, and wear them a lot.
0: So this isn't what we're talking about isn't necessarily saying let's put together a costume and we'll put you right. out at a networking event. <laughs> Alright so let's go into the tip, the first tip and again we're talking about um, more of a winter type fashion piece so mm-hmm. you say to plan the rest of your holiday outfits yesterday. Yes,
1: <laughs> yeah. so if you have, I'm sure all of us have commitment so you know I have a husband and we have um, his Christmas party coming up so we're gonna be going to that we have something going on for New Year's we're traveling we have stuff going on um, on Christmas Day so you really want to have that stuff planned out immediately just so that first of all you're not holding up family if if that's involved um, and whenever you get to the event you're confident you're not um, kind of rushing to put an outfit together and running late and putting something together that's not going to work. You really want to put some thought into that so that whenever the event happens you're ready, you already know what you're wearing, there's no kind of last minute changing several times before you go see i really like that tip because that is an issue for me
0: (laughs) either that or i'll plan it out and i'll be like oh my gosh this will be the cutest outfit and then i go to go get it in my closet and it's at like the bottom of the dirty clothes hamper
1: oh yeah
0: so i like the idea of even just thinking about it in advance and then hopefully getting on top of your laundry
1: i'm a big fan of just um snapping a photo with your phone and just keeping it on your phone. That way... Oh, that's a good idea. You know, you could write it down, but we, we're usually more visual than that. So just lay it out on the bed. You don't have to try it on and take a selfie, or if you can if you want to. But like just lay pointless. it out on the bed. What's that? It's like Clueless. Cher does that. (laughs) The app, the app that she had back in the 90s. Yeah. yeah, Just lay it on the bed, take a photo, and you've got it ready for whenever you're ready to go. Very nice. All right. so
0: the second tip that kind of aligns with the whole holiday outing idea is to, now you say to um, plan a holiday outfit, combine something sparkly and something with uh, a lot of texture.
1: Right, right. So you could actually substitute sparkly with shiny. So if you're not into wearing sequins, that's totally okay. You don't have to wear sequins. Um, So you can do sparkly or shiny. So shiny would be something that's satin, a patent leather, anything like that. So something that um, reflects the light and then something that catches the light in the texture. So this could be a tweed, a boucle, even like a jersey knit, anything that is matte that has texture that absorbs the light, and then you balance that by wearing something that reflects the light. What is a bouclé? Bouclé is—it's um, a really <laughs> kind of—it's. It's, do you do you know what tweed is? Yeah. Okay, so it's actually kind of a more exaggerated version of tweed. So the loops are just a lot bigger and a lot thicker, and it's usually um, the boucle theres like a bouclé jacket, which has like a lot of. I can just go grab it out of my closet. <laughs> <laughs> if you want me to. But it's usually kind of like a multicolored nubby weave. Well, you know what? You do
0: have a new uh, a new computer if you follow Nicole on Instagram. Her old Mac was in the background and it was so sad. <laughs> um, but uh you might you should you should take us on a little tour of your closet. Let's get through the tips and then maybe if we okay. have time you'll give us a tour. Sound good? Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. So Nicole, your third tip is to find your style inspiration and keep it cultivated.
1: Yes. So I think that it's it's really easy. Um, oh, let me start by saying this when you're developing your personal brand, you have to make it a priority. And that's why I really prefer to work with um, entrepreneurs, tribe leaders, people who have identities online, because it is so important when you're developing a brand to develop your personal brand. So you really do have to make it a priority. And that means you have to put a little bit of extra time into developing that personal brand, reading up on different things, learning what it is that you really like for your wardrobe. So what you don't wanna do is just kind of pick something just Generically, off Pinterest, and there's nothing wrong with using Pinterest. I use it all the time. But you really want to know who you are first before you just kind of start pinning all of these things to your My Style pin board. That way, you don't get led down a road that makes you end up looking like everyone else.
0: So, when you let me ask you this on Pinterest, um, you're constantly putting up these beautiful boards, and they are usually named with someone. Is that someone that you're working with, or is this like a, an identity that you pin this to?
1: yeah so i um as part of style camp what you get is a is a virtual shopping component so we go through it's an eight week six to eight week program we go through everything and at the end um, because we're not working physically together, we're working virtually I do some online virtual shopping for you and that's what those boards are for um, nice. I put together about seventy five pins of different garments know, for right? women they can actually shop directly from
0: Do you do stuff with like Pregnant people.
1: I work with <laughs> I work with anybody. I work with women of all shapes and sizes. I haven't worked with maternity client, but I'm happy to. My my business partner's
0: back there saying, "Does she work with old people?"
1: Oh. <laughs> of course, absolutely. I'd love to work with. Kathy. <laughs> I
0: I thought that was so funny, but she was like whispering. So anyway, um, the fourth. She's
1: not old, by the way. <laughs>
0: She is old. You can say it. <laughs> no, she's not. So, you can uh, tip number four is speaking of Pinterest, stop wearing clothing that looks like pajamas. Gosh, Nicole, you're yeah. ruining it for all of us. No, <laughs>
1: no. There is a difference between the outside world and your living room. So, you really have wait, to wait.
0: Hold on. Before. I have a really good something for that. <laughs> you probably didn't hear that. I oh. got all these little clips put up. I would have, You would have heard it if you were on my other Skype machine. But I got all these little sound clips put up, and I put the more you know one on. So what was it? It was the more you know, and you couldn't hear it. Oh, so.
1: oh the more you
0: know. Oh, I love it. Yeah, That's... so anyway, keep going. I'm sorry for interrupting you. I got no, really I excited because I have all these little sound clips, and I'm not very good at using them yet. So anyway, keep going. <laughs> so uh, yes. we're talking right. about pajamas. The more
1: you know. Um, you know, I think that... Gosh, I hate to to sound so harsh about this, but I feel like lately we've kind of gotten this obsession with comfort. And it's not to say that your regular clothes shouldn't be comfortable. So today I'm wearing a kind of a three quarter length sleeve t-shirt, a pair of jeggings, a scarf. I don't have any shoes on at the moment, but if I were to leave the house, I've got shoes that I was gonna wear. So I'm perfectly comfortable in this. It doesn't mean that you have to be uncomfortable, but we can't go out looking like we're wearing what's really kind of the equivalent of fancy pajamas. Because in my where I live in Costa Mesa, California, I have potential clients and referral partners and competitors everywhere. So if there's a chance that I could be seen by any of those people or even even someone who's not necessarily a potential client who just knows who I am and knows my brand, they need to see me as my brand. And if I'm wearing like leggings and an oversized sweater and a scarf and I just look a little too comfortable, that's not going to be in my brand. And really, that's not anybody's brand looking that comfortable. So I think that it's important that you find a look for yourself that's comfortable enough that you can wear anytime and you're not kind of resorting back to that whole leggings, oversized top deal. Uh-oh. So that's exactly what I'm wearing today. <laughs> and I have a business luncheon to go do. <laughs>
0: no, no, just put on some pants. And I, know that you're in I don't have situation. any pants that fit me right <laughs> I now. I know. I know. <laughs> No, but this is good.
1: <laughs> well, that's why I said, you know, you ha- and I don't mean to sound like I'm sculpting you at all, but you, no. you have to you have to make it a priority. You know, you you knew you that you're becoming pregnant, and you have to make it a priority to find pants that are going to fit. And regardless of whether you're pregnant, I think a lot of us have fluctuations in our size in general, and so we have to plan for that. You know, we have to make sure that we have stuff that fits.
0: So with that being said, um. <laughs> Uh, four point four A, she wrote this on our notes, is do we even have to talk about yoga pants in non yoga situations? And point four B is leggings. And let me see if I can show you this. It says No.
1: No. <laughs> no more leggings, guys. Just so no funny. more. And that's 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 done. I mean it's just it's just something that's just much, much too casual. If you want to wear them in your house on Sunday morning, go for it. If you want to wear them working, working in your in, yeah. office, if you're working from home and you're not leaving the house that day, that's fine. Look, I'm not I'm not the fashion police. I'm not going to come to your house and write you a ticket. I just think that this is a look that's not serving anybody. It's right. not really serving anybody. It's making
0: me feel better today, (laughs) though. So number five is splurge or invest in jackets for warmer climates, coats for colder... I love this tip because Barbara Corcoran, this is a big thing with her, when she first got started, she's in New York City, it was cold, it was wintertime, and she bought... a huge red coat. You've heard the story. I read her book. Yeah. Yeah. So she bought this nice, beautiful, like expensive red coat to work with these high end clients. And underneath it, she was wearing, you know, like hobo clothes or whatever. She was just getting started.
1: She bought, she bought a couple of things and then she um, took out the seams and she made duplicates. That's and in different fabrics. awesome.
0: So now tell us more about this tip. Why should we splurge or invest in jackets because not all of us are real estate agents who are going to be taking on right. high end clients. Right.
1: Well, first of all, the term splurge or invest is, um, is subjective. It's going to mean something different to everybody. So don't think that because I'm saying invest that my term for invest or my threshold for investing is the same as everybody else's. Do what's comfortable for you. So if to you, splurging or investing in a jacket for a warmer climate is seventy five dollars then nobody's gonna look down on that if you have a little bit more extra cash and splurging on a jacket means three hundred dollars excellent but it's really different for everybody so don't think that I'm kind of encouraging you to empty your bank account on on a jacket that's not what I'm saying but for warmer clients like California and Arizona you really want to have a good selection of like Jackets that you can throw on with other different things, so whether they're blazers or even just other style jackets, motorcycle jackets, any sort of jacket. We love motorcycle jackets. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great jacket and it's timeless, so it might be really popular right now, but that doesn't mean that it's going away. Like, that jacket's been around for a long time, it's not going anywhere. Um, I can't say the same thing for the Army jacket. It's no good, you don't want that. That's, that's done and it was ugly to begin with, so you don't want that. So you want to have a good selection of jackets, you can just kind of Throw on for warmer weather and then if you live in a place like minnesota or toronto what, are, what are you, I'm sorry. you are
0: describing exactly what i'm wearing today <laughs> <I keep going. laughs> it's like she knew okay oh, keep going i didn't i didn't um
1: <laughs> But if you're in like Toronto or New York or Minnesota, you want to have kind of just like Barb. you mentioned Barbara Corcoran, you want to have a really good coat or maybe a couple if you can swing that and you want to have something that has some good kind of like architectural uh, character to it, crispness. Um, Avoid black coats because those are just depressing. Um, A good kind of classic color to go with is navy or even maybe like a dark green. Pastel coats are trending right now, but you know whatever color works for you. I don't know how practical a pastel coat is in a place like Chicago.
0: Yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> so Nicole, um, Corey says stay out of my house. Um, okay. Nobody let Nicole in my house or my closet. Uh, and then yeah, they're saying that they love Stacy Harris. She loves motorcycle jackets. I love them too. Very cute. I love that tip. So uh, your next one is to edit your closet for the season. And we're coming up on tip seven, so we're almost done, you guys. We've got seven tips for the holidays. This is Winning Wednesday with Nicole Longstreet. Make sure that you tweet her at The Wardrobe Code and tell her thanks for all the tips. Uh, So, Nicole, number six, edit your closet for the season. What are you talking about here?
1: So I, I think that it's best to work with a very concise wardrobe as opposed to, like, a bloated one. And I know that it's kind of a thing to, like, brag about how big your closet is, or how stuffed your closet is, that's really not an ideal situation for anybody. Even if you do have a a large collection of clothing, you really want to try your best to, if you have a huge closet, you want to try and corral your collection for the season. So, for example, that's my closet back there. It's literally, I think, four feet wide, and I use maybe like a third of it, or two-thirds of it. Um, because the rest has got some other stuff in it. But um, what you want to do is take everything out of your closet that's not appropriate for the season. So even though here in California, the weather tends to kind of be really ambiguous all year long, um, what I want to do is I want to take out anything like, for example, seersucker, something that's really, really summery. I want to take that out of my closet because I don't want to be tempted to wear it on a day when it might be a little bit warm. So, and also, like I said, it keeps things concise. It keeps things easier for you to make decisions and make combinations with your wardrobe.
0: Alright, so the last tip is to take any leather boots or shoes that need to be cleaned to the cobbler now. So first of all, it's funny because a lot of the tips that you gave us are tips that I think are awesome, first of all, and something that we can all go in and do right now. Um, But also, like, I've, again, I think I referenced this a few times on YFE chat. I really love the Gilmore Girls, and one of the things that happens that it's kind of like a class disparity that's shown in between it, is that Rory stays at her grandparents' house, and this is totally me geeking out. Nicole, did you ever watch Gilmore <laughs> no. Girls? Okay. So Rory stays at her grandma's house, and her grandma sends the maid in to go take out all of her summer wardrobe and put in winter, uh-huh. and Rory's sitting there like, I like to layer, don't take anything. <laughs> so I think it's funny that you're first recommending that, and then also taking your shoes to the repair, you know, to get them repaired. I think that's a very old school thought that not enough people do to today we just kind of tend to get you know um, to to donate them and get new mm-hmm. shoes so tell us more about what I mean like what what other costs associated with doing something like this how often should we be doing that
1: well to begin I should warn that it's not cheap it's not cheap to fix shoes and that's why exactly like you said most people just donate them and um, get a new pair but I've had a pair of black boots for going on I want to say six years now And I love them, they're a low wedge heel, it's kind of like a pirate boot, like it's not like super snug on the calf. Um, It's been to hell and back with me and I love the boot. And there's no reason for me to get rid of it. So I, I think the first step really is to identify where this place is in your town because it's not something that most people do. So figure out where it is, just Google it, cobbler shoe repair find out where it is and then you can contact them. I'm sure they're happy to talk to you because it's not a service that a lot of people seek out. So you can always call them up and say, this is my situation. I have a a, a pair of heels that I've walked the heel caps off of. I need to replace the heel caps and I have a pair of boots that need to be cleaned and shined. How much is that going to cost me? That way you don't get a surprise bill like I've done in the past before. I think I took in, 12 pair of shoes once and it was $250. I had numerous repairs across all these different pairs of shoes. But um, it can get quite expensive, but if you're concerned about it, definitely call ahead and find out how much it's going to be.
0: But you know that didn't, what you just said, didn't um necessarily surprise me. I mean, that's technically getting almost new shoes. If you took in that many shoes and I gave you that type of a bill, that doesn't right. totally scare me. Um, but I like the idea because you do notice those little things like the heel worn in and silly little things that do affect your personal brand at the end of the day.
1: Right. Well, I mean, if you've ever sat next to someone at, I don't know, some sort of event and you're and you're sitting in chairs and you're next to someone and you look down maybe to grab something out of your purse and you notice their shoes versus your shoes, you don't want your shoes to be looking super shabby. So yeah. you have to, those, kind of, those kinds of details, I think, have kind of been lost on our generation. And so keeping them up is a good thing. It's a great point.
0: And I just want to point out, Corey Freeman did not say that you need to stay out of her house. She said something, <laughs> um, she said, uh, what exactly? Let me make sure I read this out perfectly. She said, "Well, she said basically like her closet is not. She's her closet. Corey Freeman's closet is like mine, so um, it's offending a couple fashion rules, I think. <laughs> so anyway, Nicole, um, thank you so much for coming on You're and welcome. giving us seven ways to have a winning winter wardrobe. I'm really excited to apply a few of them in my own um, closet, although I will be removing a lot of clothes. Then <laughs> But and it's
1: remember, all good. When you when you take stuff out of your closet." you don't have to get rid of it. You don't have to get rid of anything. Just take it out of your closet, put it in storage somewhere, box it up, put it in the bottom of the closet, put it somewhere else in your house. If you're not ready to let go of stuff, you don't have to, nobody's saying that you do. I think that's a
0: great point because sometimes I get into the mood of purging and I I give away a lot of clothes and then I think, oh my God, I really wish I had that. And you only think that like on really random days when you have nothing to wear. So great point. So Nicole, where can everyone find you after this?
1: Thewardrobecode.com. Awesome, and hopefully
0: everyone will follow you on Pinterest and Instagram too. Like I said, I think what you do is very visual and you do such a good job of really capturing it online.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I do have one last thing. Um, I have a new personal branding kit for speakers, coaches, entrepreneurs, and tribe leaders. So if you just go to my website, um, thewardropecode.com slash newsletter, if you sign up for my newsletter you can get that personal branding kit. It's a 15 minute training video, a worksheet, and my guide to online shopping.
0: Very nice. So we just have to give you an email address and we get it or? Yes. Nice. So we'll all be checking it out.
1: For people who are already on my list, I'm actually going to be sending that out on Friday so that they can get it because it's new.
0: Oh, cool. Awesome. Well,
1: Nicole, thank you so much for coming
0: today thank and you. for giving us all of those awesome tips. And um, Make sure everyone that you follow Nicole, like I said, on Pinterest and Instagram. This has been Jennifer Dono with Nicole Longstreet of The Wardrobe Code for the Daily Live webcast. that happens every Monday through Friday here at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on YFELive.com. Make sure that you sign up for our mailing list at YFE.me forward slash mailedit best way to stay in the loop with everything YFE. You can also subscribe to these on YouTube and, and uh, totally Instagram iTunes. And hopefully I'll see you back here. Um, tomorrow is, uh, what is that? Thematic Thursday and we've got Britt from Millennial Magazine. So really excited to talk about some more awesome young people doing cool stuff. Uh, thank you so much for showing up live and for watching this video. Have a great Wednesday. I should say have a winning Wednesday, but whatever. <laughs>